How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Friday. Aaron Abdullah on this beautiful Friday here in SoCal. So it's cold in New York. So Abdullah, how's it going? Doing pretty well, Lorenzo. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So uh, we haven't been. This is our first podcast in a while since I know you were very busy with things. So let's get started and let's do a recap of Thursday night football as your New York Jets. Lost to the Baltimore Ravens, forty-two to twenty-one. I was hoping the Jets would win this game so that the Patriots could at least get that number one spot in the AFC. But however, nobody could beat Baltimore right now. They haven't lost a game in year in ages right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it was interesting watching the game. The Jets had their opportunities to score. They just couldn't take advantage of it. There was that fourth and one play where they weren't able to pick up the first down. There's that interception that they had right before the half that Sam Darnold threw. Um, I don't know if there's a miscommunication between him and, and the tight end. I think it was Daniel Brown. Either way, he threw it into double coverage and ended up getting intercepted. And then there was that block field goal that Sam Figgin had early in the game. So there's a lot of opportunities where the Jets could have scored more points. But either way, you know, they they were shorthanded going into the game. Even if they were at 100%, like – a lot of their players that didn't play, even if they play, they probably still lose. But, yeah, it was just one of those where it was like, it was tough. And it was kind of funny. It was my birthday yesterday. So, watching the Jets, nothing like watching the Jets play on your birthday, right? <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, by the way. But but I was thinking that the Jets would have given you a birthday present at least. since they're Even though that they're not in the playoffs, I feel like that the Jets could spoil playoff teams. But... For the next three weeks, I'm going against Baltimore, though. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the birthday wishes, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's they, they were playing hard. It was just one of those where it was like the talent disp- uh, discrepancy really was just a difference. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, I was talking to a friend of mine about this. It's interesting. Like, I'm trying to think of a way, like, what – how a team can really stop the Ravens offense. And it's, it's really tough. Like you, you really have to have a lot of talent on defense. Like you just have to have a lot of athletes and not many teams have that. So it's going to be interesting. This What were you saying? The only thing I can think of is kind of similar to that Super Bowl in 2012. Or t- yeah, 2012 when the Niners and Ravens played. Ironically, when you had you know the Niners essentially run the same style of offense, maybe teams will probably go back and look at some of the film there and devise a game plan on attacking the Ravens. What were you saying again? Sorry, because your audio kind of cut off a little bit. No worries. Yeah, I was gonna say like I was talking to a friend of mine um, about like how teams should attack this Ravens offense, and really the only thing I can think of is. Because the Ravens' offense is really similar to what the Niners ran in 2012 when they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl that season. Really, I, I would I would assume teams are probably going to go back and look at a lot of footage from that season and figure out ways to maybe attack this offense. But it's tough because Lamar is also a really good thrower of the football too. So it's like they can attack in multiple ways. But we'll see. I'm sure teams will figure out something. Yeah, I'm sure that teams will figure out Lamar Jackson for sure. So, with that being said, uh, other news around the NFL. So, Janoris Jenkins got cut after a fan incident. So, what were your thoughts on that 
incident from what you heard? I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I think the Giants were going to move on from him anyway at the end of the season. Um, I guess this is just one of those where it's like, you know, like the Giants haven't really had a good season. So it's like one of those where it's like any other potential distractions or things that can, you know, mess with the locker room, you kind of want to get rid of those. Um, In this case, you know, you know, involve a veteran player. So I'm not really surprised, you know, it makes sense. But yeah, I think they were going to move on from him anyway at the end of the season because he's getting up there in age. So it just, I guess this incident just kind of escalated things or made things happen quicker. What were you saying? No, I was just going to say that I think they were going to move on from him in the off season anyway. So it doesn't, doesn't really surprise me. I guess this incident just kind of makes it like it made the decision easier for them. That's all. Oh, okay. I mean, the I think the Giants are probably going to move on from him anyways, regardless of what you're saying. But I think it's, uh, I think it's it makes sense. So, with that being said, let's talk about uh, our favorite team game. So we already talked about the uh, the Jets and the and the and the uh, Ravens game. Let's talk about my game this weekend as the New England Patriots visit the Cincinnati Bengals. The Patriots, however, suffered a tough loss, but I felt like the officiating was very bad last week. But I do feel like the Patriots are going to bounce back and blow out the Bengals. Yeah, I think that the the Patriots should come back or bounce back, I should say, and win this game. I see them easily winning by multiple touchdowns. I mean, yeah, sure, it's a road game, but the Bengals aren't really good, so... I see them bouncing back, and they should win. They should win the game, no problem. You mean you think the Patriots should win this game, no problem, in Cincinnati? Yep. Yeah, I think so. I think they're gonna win. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about our Week 15 picks. So after, since we talked about the Patriots, we both agree that the Patriots will beat Cincinnati. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington Redskins. That's my lock of the week. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles went a big one in D.C. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I, I agree the Eagles are going to win the game. I just think it's going to be one of those instances where the game's going to be a lot closer because they're playing on the road against the Redskins. And we don't know who's really going to suit up at wide receiver. So, I mean, Alshon Jeffries, he's not going to play. I'm sure he's out for the rest of the season because of, you know, he has an Achilles injury, if I'm not mistaken. So the Eagles are sort of shorthanded at wide receiver, and it's going to be interesting how whoever, whoever they have playing wide receiver is going to match up against um, the Redskins on defense. Because um, Quentin Dunbar's had one of the one of the best. He's one of the best corners in the league right now this season. He's had a really great year. So we'll see. Him. We'll see what happens. But uh, I expect them to use the tight ends a lot in the passing game, especially uh, with Zach Ertz being uh, Carson Wentz's favorite target. Wentz's so, favorite but target I, I th- was, uh, was Zach Ertz, right? Yeah, and it still is. So, yeah, I think I see them winning, but it will be a much closer game than people think, I think. Yeah, I, but, yeah, I agree. I think Haskins is Haskins is, is Haskins is getting better and better each game, if you can see that. Yeah, he is. You know, it's, it's interesting with him. 
the problem is like the Redskins just aren't really good right now. Their offensive line isn't playing well either, and he's not the best athlete. He's more of a pocket passer. So like, out of like all the quarterbacks coming out in the draft this year, he's probably the one that needed a good offensive line the most, and he doesn't have it. So that that's part of the reason why he's struggling, and also the Redskins just aren't really good. So, but yeah, I mean, they they do have hope going forward the Redskins as far as like you you do have some good young players to build around it's just a matter of whether or not they'll get the right pieces around those players to ensure that they have success going forward absolutely now let's talk about the Houston Texans playing the Tennessee Titans uh this is tough for me because I think both teams are good but the Tennessee Titans have been very good since Ryan Tannehill took over as their starting quarterback and I'm gonna pick the Tennessee Titans to win this game you know, it's weird. This is probably the hardest game for me to pick this week just because t- the Titans kind of sort of came out of nowhere again because everyone kind of thought their season was over. You know, Mario sort of struggled early, but then once they made the quarterback change to Tannehill, they kind of went on a bit of a run. And he's really played very well this year. Um, I I, I want to say that the Texans, just because I like Deshaun Watson, but I just feel like the way the Titans are playing right now, they're at home, and the Texans have had a couple games this year where they, it's sort of been a head-scratcher. I feel like the Titans win a close game at home. Yeah, I think, I, I think the Titans win a close game at home. I think this Titans team has been on a roll lately. But with that being said, let's talk about both teams that have losing records. The Miami Dolphins taking on the New York Giants. We found out today that Eli Manning is going to get the start. I think Dan, I think the Giants are being very careful with their young quarterback, you know? Yeah, absolutely. They're being very careful. Because um, Daniel Jones is obviously I mean, the starter going forward. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, if the fact that they, they played him this year, there's no way that they don't play him or have him be the starter going into next season if he's healthy. Um, yeah, I think it's just one of those where it's like the Giants have a losing record. They're obviously not going to make the playoffs. No point in rushing your quarterback, young quarterback back and having him you know, sustain a longer-term injury. But as in regards to the game, I see the Giants actually winning. I think they're at home. You, the Dolphins play very, very hard. I mean, some of the Dolphins games that I've seen this year, even though they've lost, they've played very, very hard. A lot of it is just they're just not as good as the other team. In this case, both teams are bad, but I think the Giants playing at home, that's going to give them an edge, and I think they get the win. I think the Giants get the win, but this could be Eli Manning's final home start, as you may know. Yeah, probably. Uh yeah, because I think they have the Redskins the following week, and then they have the Eagles the last game of the season. So, yeah, I mean, it's so, interesting. If, if the Giants win, So go ahead. do you think Daniel Jones starts for either one of them, or do you think week 17, that game should be started by Eli Manning? What I mean, I, I guess it just really depends. I guess it's just going to come down to his health. Like, is, if Daniel Jones is healthy, I think they would probably want to play him. Um, I guess it just really comes down to what the Giants want to do. But this game, it's kind of interesting. If the Giants win this game, Eli's – like, right now, Eli's low 500 for his career because he lost last week to the Eagles. But if he wins this game against the Dolphins, 
500. So I think this might be the last game he plays just to keep his record at 500. Um, um, I guess it's just going to depend on what the coaching staff wants to do. Yeah, I agree. So now let's talk about this one's an upset pick for me because I think that Drew Locke is showing that he's the future of the Denver Broncos. And I think that the Denver Broncos are right in the thick of things. And I think they're going to upset the Kansas City Chiefs because I think Drew Locke is the real deal right now. I mean, he's played very, very well games that he's played this year. Um, a lot of it was, I mean, he throws a lot of it was also a lot of easy stuff. And they got, they got out to that route. Texans. Um, I, I think there's definitely some promise there and be excited. But I do think that they're going to lose just because they're playing on the road. It's a divisional game team. I, I think it's going to um, but that's played well. So that's, that's good news for the Broncos fans. But do you think Drew Locke's the future of the Broncos? I mean, if he continues to play the way he's played so far, going to the next, going into next season, he's definitely got to be their starter. Um, and I mean, it's interesting coming out of the draft. I actually, I liked Drew Locke. I didn't think he was going to be like, I don't, I don't see him as like a, like a French, like him being like an elite but I see him being – it was funny. A lot of people were comparing him to Matt. Even though I think Stafford is better. But just in terms of he has some mobility, he has a really strong arm. People were comparing the two. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you told the Broncos right now that Drew Locke was going to be anything close to Matthew Stafford, they would take that in a heartbeat. I think Drew Locke's their starter next year. I think, yeah, going into next season, as of right now, it's looking like that's going to be the case. I mean, and they invested a – Yeah, go ahead. I was saying that I think Drew Locke's the quarterback of the future for the Denver Broncos. I mean, like, he continues to play the way he's played this season. It, it makes total sense for them to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, they spent the second round – so, unless the Broncos are picking like top ten, which I don't think they will be, um, I think. Well, actually, I don't know what their standing is right now. It's probably it's pretty close to that range, like bottom. So they might be in the top ten, but I think in order to get a quarterback, you might have to be in the top five. Either way, I think Locke's shown them enough this year where going into next season, he's going to be the starter. Absolutely. The next game we're going to talk about next, the Bears taking on the Packers from, from a, in a rematch from week one to begin the season. So I think the Green Bay Packers easily beat the Chicago Bears. Well, for me, you know, obviously this game for the Packers being at home, that helps them out. I, the Packers win, though, because they're – now I think the game's going to be a lot closer than people because Bears are kind of – a hot streak now. Like they're they're playing good. Football. They're they're feeling pretty good. Like I mean, at this point for the Bears, almost every game is a must win if they want to make the playoffs. So they're going to be motivated by that. And I, it's a divisional game, so those are always close. I think the Packers end up winning, but I don't see it being more than a touchdown. 
yeah. I but you think you think Green Bay wins? Yeah, I think the Packers win being at home, but no more than like seven points. Yeah, is the margin of victory. Are we in the AFC? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we're trying to. Uh, so sorry, everyone, that we're dealing with this technical difficulty. So we're gonna just have to uh, restart. And I, you can you hear me or? So now. Hello?